0: this year is brought to you by eshel publications eshel publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the torah shiurim and Sefarim of rabbi aaron lapiansky for sponsorships or more information visit eshelpublications.com okay we're holding here it's on page 645 in parasha and it's dealing with the Pasha of mitzvah and there's ramban over here and not a Barbenel. That deal with the issue as to whether or not saras is a natural phenomena or not. Which and I guess that's in that case we would be justified in labeling it leprosy, because it's a leprosy like it's sort of a leprosy disease. So, Rambal says ze beteva This is not something that's natural. It's one thing. Um, on the body, some sort of thing. On clothing, what are you going to say? And what about uh, the houses? Um, even though it's uh, today in modern evrit, mildew infections are called but obviously that's a colloquial usage taken from uh, from the homish. Tomid he says So he says this is a reflection of of the more intense Hashgacha of HaKadosh Baruch and Kala When Kala is doing what's right HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, um, is presenting them nice. Their clothing, their houses, and their bodies which is the three, really the three um, layers of presentation all look good and look healthy. When you have some sort of problem, Kodesh Baruch um, Hu may create some sort of sign that something is wrong. Uh, we, can, we can even make it it's parallel to and it's akin to the body. Um, when a person is healthy, the body looks good. The, 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 he has color in his cheeks, He he his eyes are, are alive and so on. When there's something wrong, there's discolorations, there is a dimming of that, of that sense of the, of the light in the eye, so to speak, and so on. They reflect some sort of uh, a disease. So, Baruch, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu was at its best, HaKadosh Baruch was interested in, 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 in having it that way, so everything was meant to look good, and when things started falling apart, there was a problem. And that's why it says, I will give it to you in the house of the land that is yours to inherit. It says will put a negative, I will personally put a negative Now the Ramban says there are a few caveats. and It's only not Israel. It's not because it has anything to do with agriculture, which is the general rule for which things are going at Israel. So Raman says that the goyim were only at Israel, because that's the only place where you have that level of ashkacha, where it's so intense that any deviation results in a very, very tangible change in in um, in in the way we look and so on. Over Torah's calling the another drash sort of reinforcing that this is only at a special time. It had to be after kibush and after conquered Israel, each person is onachla. own Because that's when they had hashva um, shashchina. So Hashem Hashchina is um, that each and every person has um, his place, and he has the the, the is he's reached he's reached a certain peak in his ability to be makabel Hashchina. He's in Eretz and he's settled on his land and he has his place in Eretz Yisrael. And I think also And the reason the the Pasuk didn't have to say Khutzar is because it'll never happen there. And that's why it, 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 it says it's only a white clothing and not in colored clothing. Well, because it's not clear in, in a coloured garment, you can always say, well it ran in the laundry. It got smudged. It, 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 the, had to be a very clear indication that the Kosh has mocked you and said, "I don't like something's going on." erev And that's why the posse keeps saying or or erev because it, it's it's not. Phenomena that's a given. Each and every one is chashev, it's an ace, each and every one of them, and Akash Baruch made it. Rabbi, I want to talk a minute about this because it it serves to bring out two points that are um, unique. One is Akash Baruch, when Akash Baruch Hu cares about someone, he really pushes hard. bring out the best. Um, Let's give an example. Um, In in day-to-day life, a lot of people have a reasonable amount of patience with outsiders who are lacking. If I think this person is not too bright, this person says things that are stupid sometimes, this person says things that are awkward. If if I I am a um, patient person, the understanding person, I'll be able to accept it graciously and sort of take it in a way that I can, you know, I won't insult him and so and so forth. Yet, if it's my spouse or my child that says or does something like that, I'll explode. There are many many people who fit in that range of being fine with an outsider and being extremely annoyed uncontrollably so with, with your own. And the reason is because it bothers you a lot more when an outsider is an idiot, he's an idiot, and that's that. When your own kid is an idiot, um, there's a problem with that. A baruch who liking cholesterol warning wanting and um, having chosen Kali yisrael, Akadosh baruch who is more sensitive that we do right, that we be good, that we that that we present what we ought to present. So therefore, a is baruch who is quicker to um, to show what's wrong um, than in, in somebody that's a stranger. It a it my luck. And yes, I know a lot of times a person says the reason why I'm hitting you or punishing you is for your own good and don't really mean that. That's true. But by Kaddish Barahful, since there is nothing else, it's a sign that Kaddish holds us more readily accountable and pushes us to do what's right. That's one point. Two. Um, The point of quote-unquote punishment is not for the pain as much as to point out to the person you're wrong. It's a sign that the person is wrong. And that's something that, so even though there's no pain involved in this, it's not a painful procedure, but the very fact that I put a big X on you and said you weren't a good boy today is something that a person should think about and, and, and change, do whatever needs to be done. That's the second point um the um there's just there's, there's one more point also the um there's a sense sometimes that all the punishments that happen to us when we do bad it's almost like natural well if you're not doing this am not going to give you this if you do this I this and so on and so forth here it says that it's an incredible nace it's it's it only happens it, it's rare. In other words, Akharishparu who if you're an artist for all, and you're living on a very, very high madriga vashkacha, then Akharishpar will do something that is not natural to, to, to point out that something wrong happening. It, it, it's not it's not a Tevetika thing. Um, it's it is it's, it's, it's special. It's you know, you you you're different and Akharishparo has a very different relationship and he wants something very different out of you and he points it out by a very unnatural phenomenon. Okay the next one we deal with is a Barber Nel Avraham Ban Kosov and he brings out Vyesha Dite says he has a problem with it Loma Loma Kosov Kan Benegav Godim Vesavah Lord so why doesn't it say Benegab Godim when he come to to Israel like back and why is it only wool or piston or whatever it is um next paragraph Vreis HaMesha Piresh called Elam HaMesha Batehim the heroes in Vidat the Koldova Hayotzumiateva anything that is not natural, whozar the Nimus and Fashtahora, or Vanasophsoim, or Keshav Adombi Botum and Topalovak. So he says let's take a look. Whenever you have um things that are on, on a certain side of what's acceptable. For instance, um if we are dirtier than we would expect to be, sweatier, smellier, whatever it is, we become very uncomfortable. In other words, the nefesh has a certain level of tahara, and when we, are, when we cross certain red lines that um, we know of, that, that, that causes us to stop being able to function. Um, when our garments are filthy, really filthy and smelly, we, we, we don't function well. And it says And when 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 I go into I come into a house that, that smells and is run down and decrepit, I think of it as disgusting in the same way that I think of um, of, of a person with a leper. There's something about the disintegration the, the the running down, the, the, the something um, overwhelming go, something else that reminds you of it. So so I walk into a house that has in itself the same type of feel as a person who's a leper, it, 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 it leaves the same impression on me. It says and that's why the Torah used that term. So let's consider the Sabarbanel. Because the is something that really is a key for understanding many of the phrases in, 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 the, um, in, in the Torah. Let's, let's, and he, he says, for instance, it says, um, you find uh, all sorts of metaphors. It says, the trees, the trees will dance will sing the trees will clap hands so he says the, the, what's emiss to a person is what the koach hadimian is not what the reality is let's go back to it um the truth to a person is not an objective truth but rather um the 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 perceived truth. And l- let's bring a proof, a scientific proof. Placebo effect. I come to you and I tell you, these two pills will cure your headache. These two pills will reduce the swelling. It works. It's scientifically proven. It's scientifically proven that placebos work and sometimes better than anything else. A- a- and the answer is, because a, l- a lot of, of what affects us is the perception that and actually affects us physically um, if I tell somebody you know the stuff you drank now is poisonous and and you're going to start throwing up and then die the person will become very ill and um, he may or may not die but but it's gonna have very profound effect on him the 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 um, the, 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 the that's on a physical level certainly on a mental level if I let, let's give an example let's take if I give you stuff that looks dirty, even though it's not dirty, you're going to feel sick about it. So the true description of something is not some objective truth, it has its place, but not, but rather the way it impresses on a person. Let's give an example. The Torah speaks about the sun rising, the sun setting. Um, now, the effect that the sun has on us in terms of our perception, in terms of the way we see it, is that the sun rises and sets. Technically, it may be us turning, the Earth turning. But that, that, that really is only no gear if you're setting up a satellite. It's not no gear for the way I describe it to you. And, and, and when I see a sun rising, it associates life to me, and associates a positive thing. When I see a sun setting, it has different associations. The, the 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 um rising and setting is what it affects me. Th- th- this type of mark on a clothing and on the house has the seras effect on you. You walk in and they say, yucks, it's a sick house. It's sick clothing. There's something sick about it. Um, it, it, it because so sort of says, the true description of something the torah true description of something is what impression the thing impresses not what it is by some objective standard that's why the torah can call it honestly um leprosy because the same revulsion that you feel for leprosy you feel here you feel here also um it's it's something which explains let's let's take another example this is a big issue when we speak to kids, of, we speak to adults, to, to us, about Gehenna, we have two choices. We can describe Gehenna as a raging fire, and it's burning, and you, you, you imagine yourself, you know, you touch, touch, touch uh, hot oil, and imagine roiling in it for yourself how long. And that's one way to picture Gehenna. The, the, it's not true. There, there, there is no fires in Gehenna. It's not a physical place. Um, but the person's perception of it is intense pain and discomfort of sin. And a person, it it feels that way. A second way to explain it is, it's a very, very spiritual type of place. We are on a spiritual level, it's a spiritual pain for a spiritual body. But it's all doesn't exist, it's certainly not a finite, it's just... So I'm more accurate, but very hard to say that this will... Give, generate the effect it's supposed to give because if if the piece of is really juicy and fat and this is only very very, very spiritual fires and then, then you know spiritual fire versus a very piece of chaza not a difficult uh, you know difficult uh, choice um a marshal i once gave a marshal imagine imagine you have a little boy a little who is very curious and adventurous and always looking at things and getting into trouble he wants to touch the fire, and he was hurt, and the fire terrifies him. That's fine. Now you see him standing at the edge of a, of, of a lake, looking in, and you can see on him that he would like to jump in, or he'd like to sort of see how far he can put his foot out without getting in or whatever. Now, should you yell out fire or water? Um, actually, you shouldn't yell at all, because yelling is not a good way, but it, 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 what should you warn him? so when if you tell him fire, it's a technical lie. but 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 the the, the the emotional and mental impression he has is correct. This is going to hurt as much as fire hurts. Or I could tell him it's water, and since water leaves no impression on him, it, it won't deter him. so th- th- there's there's a technical truth in fire and and there's a much more essential truth in in, in, use, in, 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 in sorry, there's technical truth in water. And I watch the essential truth in using the word fire. And that's why the Torah is, is wherever it chooses to give vivid description, of Chazal, is because that's a certain emis. So the Torah calls this tsaras, and it conjures up the revulsion and the sense of disintegration, sickness. And that's good. That's what you're supposed to do. And then he says one more piece. And that's why he says, by the way, he says That's what it says, Kinnega. It's really, it's, it's a metaphor. It says, things that a person use, they 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 sort of absorb a lot of him. So things that are very strong don't, you know, when you have the source material, it sort of gets the person's shape. But but things that are tougher don't get it. And so on. All of these, he says, This is a yesod that says in many places, a person leaves a mark on the world. Whatever we do affects the world to some degree. That's the um, that's a, a physical reality. A clothing that we wear takes on the shape of the body, wears down at the points of pressure, absorbs our sweat and so on so in in terms of ruchnias, anything we come in contact with um receives our personality of toib and ra and therefore the torah says um the clothing of a person and the the um you know the things that he's very very close to should it should bear the mark of the person on the on the on the object. Okay, we'll hold it here. <laughs>